friend on demand. Hello and welcome back. Today I thought we would have a chat about Olivia Newton-John because the saddest news ever, she's passed away. Um, I can't believe it. She was just such an icon um, to most young females in Australia, I think. Um, the very first movie I ever went and saw at the cinemas was Grease. I was blown away. I sat still through the whole thing, even though I was quite young, um, because it was so mesmerising. The soundtrack became just something sung around my house regularly. I have an older sister um, and I think that helped with my love of Olivia Newton-John because she did love Olivia as well. Um, and during the physical times, you know, when Olivia had that special hairstyle, the duck tail sort of hairstyle, it had like a little, it was short, but long on top, short at the sides, but had a lot of gel and it would sort of come into this duck tail at the back. My sister used to spend about an hour every morning before school. She was in about year 11 or 12, I think then, um, getting her hair ready. And we'd be like, hurry up. <laughs> She'd be in there making sure it was all perfect. She went through a lot of gel back then, a lot of gel. But I mean, Olivia Newton-John was, for me, I was not a great singer. And I never thought that Olivia Newton-John had the most amazing voice. I mean, she's not Adele, but she had this really sweet, quite quiet voice, which was something, and it was quite high. So I could kind of have a crack at singing some of her songs and feel quite, you know, successful doing it. Um, there were some great movies uh, besides Grease. I mean, what about Twist of Fate? Did you ever see that one? It's going to be a strange twist of fate. You know, the song that went along with it? Oh, wow. I tell you, you know, even her fashion, you know, that was back in the pastels day. My sister would wear the same fashion, the hair ties around the head. Ah, oh, Olivia, we are going to so miss you. And I was watching um, Sunrise this morning when Koshi had said it. Firstly, I nearly fell over, but... Because um, I didn't know she was sick again. I didn't realise that her breast cancer had come back. And I think that was the big shock for many people. We didn't know that she was suffering again. Um, and they did say that she'd gone down the sort of cannabis route, which, what, it's really just painkillers, right? I mean, I don't know enough about it. Um, but you would imagine that that's just sort of managing the symptoms of cancer. But she was in California. It's a shame she wasn't back home here um, well, I suppose she calls California home, but, you know, to be able to give her a state funeral or something, she deserves it here in Australia. We're so proud of her. Um, and I mean, she's not even Australian. I mean, she is, but she wasn't born here. She came across here from the UK with her dad. Um, who, very interesting family too, by the way. Um, we can talk about more about that, but yeah, I, I just feel like it was just such a shock. Um, but anyway, they were showing footage of her and John Farnham and they were singing along and I thought, he'll be next. Well, I'm not wishing this upon you, Johnny. I'm so sorry. But you know, like he's another one that when he passes, I will be totally devastated because let's face it, John Farnham, 
I mean, he's the voice of the generation that I grew up in, the music that was just played in everybody's car and home. In fact, my husband bought a um, the new release Sandman, the Holden VY Sandman, and I went and bought him the best of John Farnham on CD to play in that car because I felt like it just suited what that car was trying to represent, which was his youth because he used to have a real Sandman. Not that you could afford one of those today, my goodness. If anyone knows of one sitting in a shed that's, you know, covered in dust and has no idea of the value, please let me know. Um, but, yeah, so I bought him the best of CD of John Farnham and, yeah, I listened to Xanadu, the soundtrack, like all the time. It's got some amazing songs on there and, in fact, one of the songs is a song that I used to sing my son when he was just a baby. Um, it was the one that she did with Gene Kelly. It was, no other boy could take you off my mind. You know that one? It was sort of like a wartime thing. I used to sing that to him all the time. And there was a great song she used to sing. And it was a country song. And I wasn't even a country music fan back then. I, I am a country music fan. I mean, I am a fan of all music. But country music, I actually love new school country music. But the song that she used to sing was... um. Uh, you know, in the corner of a bar stands a jukebox with the best of country music, old and new. You can hear a fine selection for a quarter and somebody else's songs when yours are through. I, I, um, please, mister, please don't make me. Oh, anyway, <clears throat> don't know. Don't don't play B17. That was our song. That was his song, but it's over. And it was just this beautiful country song um, that she used to sing. Oh, man. I'm going to go for a walk this afternoon, and I am going to create a Spotify playlist of all the best Olivia Newton-John songs. I think I'll do that. Um, i tell you what, I'll... I'll Think of a name now for the playlist. I'll put it together and then, yeah, you might want to search it. Um, how about we just call it Olivia's Best? Yeah, that sounds about right. R.I.P. Olivia. Maybe that's better. R.I.P. Olivia. I always think of her as the uh, the god of Xanadu because that was a place, right? And they were sort of angels and things. So she's gone to Xanadu. Beautiful, beautiful Olivia. And, you know, she was stunning, Um all through her life, she was one of those lucky, tall, skinny butchers um, that obviously never put on weight. But then we shouldn't call her lucky because obviously, you know, she's met a, an untimely demise. But yeah, she just was tall, thin, beautiful and just oozed warmth, I think. Um, so, look, I'm hoping that the radio shifts that I do on the weekend, because I'm the radio announcer, um, I'm hoping they have a few Olivia songs. So I get to, you know, publicly sort of say what I thought of Olivia. But, um, yeah, I, I know Judith Durham recently passed away and I was talking to my neighbour about Olivia and she was like, oh, yeah, and Judith Durham. And I'm like, yeah, she was just that era a little bit before my time. But I can understand how many people felt very connected to Judith Durham from The Seekers. Um, so I, I, I don't take anything away from them. But Judith Durham for me was kind of like, oh, yeah, iconic, nice. Yeah, sad that she's gone. 
But Olivia is a whole different story. But like I say, I think there's a lot of shock value to it because we just didn't realise that she was sick or how sick she was getting. And in fact, they showed some interviews from her. Um, she'd done some interviews in Japan, uh, which was some of her last interviews. And you can see, you know, she looks quite thin compared to what she normally was. Um, but she was just magical and she leaves behind an amazing legacy, the Olivia Newton-John Foundation uh, here in Victoria where people can um, get treatment for breast cancer and things. And I think she just created, like she was talking about in one of her interviews about the community um, or, or the club that you can be in when you have breast cancer. And it's not a club you want to be in, but when you do have it, you are in a club. And I think that that's just exactly right. But I think that's what Olivia did to it. Like she feminized it and she made it a community of people where she sort of wanted women to support women going through it um, and put a brand to it, which I think was really lovely. So incredible legacy that she leaves. And I think that in itself um, is such an important thing. I mean, most of us just live our lives, die, and, you know, we're remembered until um, we're remembered until somebody throws those photos away or... Uh, you know, the lease runs out on the plot in the cemetery. Um, eventually, we're going to be forgotten. Uh, thanks to Google, though. I mean, I guess someone might stumble across us one day. But people like Olivia Newton-John, I mean, she'll go down in the history. She's a dame. I didn't even know that. Actually, I was reading an email that came in uh, on my inbox, in my inbox, not on my inbox, um, that said she was a dame, Olivia Newton-John. So... So sad. 30, uh, sorry, 73 she was um, and she just died peacefully on her ranch in California. Uh, I didn't realise her husband, John Easterling, uh, was in the picture. I didn't even know she'd ever remarried. Did she? Well, she did. She had a husband. that Did he go missing? I'm pretty sure she had a husband that went missing, if my memory serves me right. Could serve me very wrong. But I remember, you know, she was married to Matt Latanzi and he was quite young. That was quite the thing. She'd gone for the younger fella. Uh, but their daughter is absolutely stunning. Um, I don't know what she does, whether she's in the entertainment biz. She probably is. But yeah, so many celebrities reached out. Kylie Minogue said, since I was 10 years old, I have loved and looked up to Olivia Newton-John and I always will. Uh, she was and always will be an inspiration to me in so many, many ways. My deepest condolences to her family and loved ones. ONJ forever. Um, yeah, I think there'd be a lot of Australian singers that would have looked up to uh, Olivia Newton-John. Absolutely. Even Barbara Streisand posted on Instagram. I didn't know Barbara Streisand was on Instagram. Um, and she just put, too young to leave this world. May she RIP. Hashtag Olivia Newton-John. Um, and there's a photo of her and Olivia looking so young and bright and happy. I think that's the saddest thing. As we get older, when we see things like this, it starts to make us feel, you know, our age. We are starting to realise the people that we grew up with are dying around us. Oh, I feel emotional even talking about it because... I think that's, you know, when I was a kid, I used to watch my mum react to people passing away. You know, they'd say someone on the news and she'd be like, oh, no. And I'd think, oh, God, did you know them personally? <laughs> um, but I'm starting to understand because 
Olivia Newton-John was only 73 and I'm 46. I know there's quite a few years difference, but um, she was part of the fabric of my life and she's now left and there's going to be more and more of those Um, and it starts to make us all realise that, yeah, we're getting on and we are ageing. I loved John Travolta's um, post on Instagram. It was just absolutely stunning. The picture that he had of her as well. I don't know where he found that, but she was gorgeous and she's got the old uh, curtain bangs going on there. Uh, My dearest Olivia, you made all of our lives so much better. Your impact was incredible. I love you so much. We will see you down the road and we'll all be together again. Yours from the first moment I saw you and forever. You're Danny, you're John. And I had a feeling, and it could have just been gossip, that they dated very briefly at some point there. Or that there was a bit of a love triangle between him and Matt Latanzi. I'll have to do my research. I'll have to do some Googling and see what I can discover. But yes, I am very sad today. And uh, I'm sure you'll join with me in wishing um, her family and her friends our deeper sympathies and if we could give you a big hug we would um thanks so much for just joining me while I talk about this because I felt like I needed to do it for a bit of therapy I've got no one to talk to about it today well I did I had a chat to my neighbor but you know she's a little bit older than me I don't know if she loved Olivia like I loved Olivia I'll have to uh ring up a few of my girlfriends later this afternoon if they're not too busy which is usually the case and uh check in with them and make sure they're not already missing Olivia too much. All right. Well, you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll catch you on the next episode. Friend on Demand. 